hey everybody. It's the Tipsy Fangs. We are tipsy as and you coming can at imagine. you hot. Yeah. <laughs> coming at you live recorded. <laughs> coming at you live recorded. <laughs> so today we're back. Story. Yeah. Today Taylor just returned from Italy. And Josh just returned from an exponential crisis. Yes. So we are back for you. Period. So today we have a story of the murder of Betty Gore by (gasps) Candace Montgomery. (gasps) Montgomery Drive, where we grew up. (laughs) It's true. That is not a lie. (laughs) That neither of our parents still live on. Joshua, I just accidentally kicked your cat. Oh, it's fine. Let's hope Tyler doesn't listen to this story. She just looked at me like, bitch. Oh, it's okay then. As long as she just looks at you because I accidentally do that at least twice during every work day. (laughs) (laughs) So today, you guys, we have a story of Candace Montgomery, known as Candy, from Wiley, Texas. Ooh, Texas. Gross. Right, but like, so this is based off that show um, Love and Death on HBO Max, which <gasps> highly recommend. Great show. Um, All I can think of is Sandy Cheeks, because she wanted to go home to Texas. It's <laughs> Poor little Sandy Cheeks. <laughs> Isn't that weird, her name, though? Like, Sandy Cheeks in yeah, Bikini Bottom. Butt Cheeks. Right, like... Oh, yeah, now your cat wants out. Yeah, let her out. Okay, she'll just sit there and Continue. I can hear you. Okay, so, I mean, let's just kind of jump into it. So, this story is about Candace Lynn Montgomery. Um, She's accused of murdering her lover's wife, Betty (gasps) Gore. Oh, no. Well, here's the thing. This killing took place in Wiley, Texas on June 13th, 1980. And during this assault, <gasps> Betty was struck 41 times with an axe. Yeah. But 41. here's the thing, like... Yeah, but, like, after going into the case, if you believe in mental health and everything else, like... No, I don't believe in mental health. <laughs> I do. And I think Candy I sh- is innocent. Okay, okay. We... <laughs> We'll see when we get to the facts of this case. Okay. All right, so Candace, um, she was 30 years old at the time of the incident. Oh, my God. Um, She was married to Pat. Pat (gasps) Montgomery. That was, that's the name we get. Patricia Montgomery. Patricia. (laughs) And so Pat and Pat, Candace, Alan, and Betty were all part of the same church, so Alan and Betty were a married couple as well. Honestly, all problems, I feel like, start in a church. Period. So, they had two children together. Um, Pat and Candy did. Oh, no. Um, it was a daughter and a son. So, they moved to Texas in 1977. So, they're like the perfect nuclear family. I would say so, but like... But not, because Candy's a whore. I won't even say that. Like, the way that the story reads, it's like, Candy was just such a blunt and realistic person. She knew, in a way, and I don't mean this wrong, it's like she was autistic. 
she wanted to do something and she compartmentalized it from her actual life. Okay. So, so they moved to Texas in 1977, blah, 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 blah. So Betty and Alan, like I said, were a couple. Pat and Candace were a couple. They went to the same church and they became close with the Gore family. Um, Betty was a middle school teacher. Alan worked in like an office. That's all I could really find. Um, and they had a $7.2 million home. You know what? At this fucking time period, <laughs> fucking probably. I mean, <laughs> like I said, this is based off a show in the house they portrayed. Girl, it's better than what I can afford right now. Same. So, um, so they went to the same church and for some reason... Candace Montgomery just got it in her mind that she wanted to have an affair. Literally. And the first person that came to mind for some reason was Alan. She she said Alan seems more exciting because Pat was such a reserved like man. Like he was reserved, you know, stopped so showing he was lame in bed and she needed <laughs> No, because to tickle no, her fancy. She said their sex was okay, but she said that like Pat had stopped doing what he did to basically get her. Like that's the story. Like uh, right, so it typical. caused her right to venture off into an affair. She was um, a bored housewife, a bored ass housewife. Right, but here's the thing. So this is where Betty. So. Betty and Alan were together one day after church. Mm-hmm. Um, Candy, literally, Betty was home. Pat was home. They they were volunteering at the church. Candy invited Pat into her car <gasps> and presented the idea of having an affair. He mm-hmm. shot it down, but along the lines of shooting it down, he had told Candy that Betty had had an affair because he would travel a lot for his job. Okay. He had told Candy that Betty had had an affair long ago. Okay. And so now Betty was like terrified to the extent of insanity that he was going to cheat on her. Okay. Is that crazy? So Betty called the other husband into the car is what you said? No, no, Candy called. Oh, okay, okay. Alan, who was Betty's husband, into okay. the car. Like, the, like so Betty wasn't with Alan, Pat wasn't with Candy. Okay. And it's important to realize that, like, Alan and Betty's marriage was rocky because okay. she was so terrified of him having of an him affair having because an affair. she did. Oh, Betty had already had an affair previously. Yeah, because... I'm sorry, I've had too much wine and tequila mixed, and it's not. (laughs) Everything's going over my head. Alan (laughs) traveled so much for his job, she thought he was going to get even, pretty much. I see, I see. Well, how does she even have the audacity to be afraid of that? You fucking cheated first, bitch. Period. And you know what? I feel like that sets the tone for the story. So. That's like my last relationship. <laughs> like, how are you going to be mad? You cheated first, you dumbass. Period. I hate. 
I hate to agree with that, but yeah. Um, so basically, um, Candy and Alan started, like, a, a little, like, friendship, but, like, Alan okay. did turn it down at first. Okay. He basically said, no, I'm married, like... You know, I'm, that's a good man right there, I mean, to be quite honest. Don't say that, because he capes, but... Well, yeah, but his wife cheated first, so... Right, but, For like, him so, to initially de- deny. Right, and but, like, him. so she was also on edge, so because mm-hmm. of the cheating scandal... She just had a miscarriage, okay? Wait, Candy or Betty? Betty. <gasps> oh. Candy is the most, in the story, Candy is put together. She's a black and white type of person. Facts are facts. Lies are lies. Like, just keep that in mind about Candy. So, okay. so Betty had had a miscarriage, and that also kind of, you know, pertained to her her craziness, we'll say. Because in the end, you guys, she's fucking crazy. I'm not going to PC it. I'm not going to make it any other... It's, she was just fucking crazy. But she... I mean, they did have a daughter, mm-hmm. Alan and Betty, who was best friends with Candy and Pat's daughter. Okay. okay? So, after a while of just, you know, beat down after beat down of Betty attacking Alan, accusing mm-hmm. him of cheating, like many men, Alan decided the affair was worth it. Well, so honestly, he, at that point, you know, like, you're being accused of it anyway. Right. Why let the <laughs> over accusation... Over. Right. Like, if you're accusing me, accusing me, accusing me, and I'm not, I'll do it. Like, right. fuck you, bitch. I'm gonna get you. Exactly. But, oh, God, Taylor, I'm glad you're following me because I'm gonna have a comparison at the end of the story, and you won't agree with me, but it's the same thing. Is it about me? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, but you're going to be like, holy shit, like, Josh isn't so much of an asshole after he said this. <laughs> so, like, so once they agreed to the affair, there were terms set in place. Mm-hmm. If one or the other started getting, like, um, feelings here and there, then they would just cut it off. Like, the slightest feelings, it was done. They would meet at a motel 20 minutes out of town. They would have sex and then be done. So it was strictly, literally just sex for both of them. It was just sex and affair. But here's the thing. It didn't stop there. Like, they, Mm. after sex, it was said they would sit, talk, you know, Mm. discuss, like, How horrible everything was with their partners. (laughs) Well, it wasn't bad. So Candy's relationship wasn't bad. Like, she just, like, Pat was just there. He, He was the dad that sat on the couch and watch the shows and like mm-hmm. Candy take after the kids like yeah. it wasn't bad but the spark was gone we'll say yeah I feel like and that's kind of a big thing for people you know like it is but like it wasn't why... Alan and Betty yeah you know so the affair goes on and they meet they meet they're both gaining feelings for each other <gasps> oh no Rule number one. Right. Rule number one, don't talk about Fight Club. (laughs) But, but, so, they get these feelings, you know, they, like I said, they're talking, they're becoming friends, everything. God damn it, Candy. Well, it was more of Alan, if you want the God's (gasps) honest truth. Oh. Right, but Betty, sensing problems in her and (sighs) Alan's relationship, 
was like, you know what? Let's go to this couple's retreat. And they went. And they had a Hmm. great time. Because after this, Alan and Candy met and Alan called off the affair. Okay. Candy was a little upset because she had kept her into the bargain. Mm -hmm. She did not bring feelings into it. Anything. But because Betty and Alan had more of an understanding of each other, mm-hmm. she called it off. I mean, you know he called it off. Okay. You know what's kind of fucked up, though, is, like, to do that with someone who is, like, your kids are friends. And, like, your friends mm-hmm. at church. Like, that's kind of screwed up. Like, why would you not go find some, like... Well, I don't know. I guess better this to know the person. This was in the 80s, person, bitch, So but, there's, yeah. not, there's not internet. There's, yeah, there's not grinder, tender. <laughs> so, so, you know what I'm saying? Like, the yeah. options was the places you frequent. And That's true. It's just so screwed up. Like, they all hung out, I'm sure. If they went to the same church, their kids were friends. Like, it they totally like, all hung out. It sounded like they hung out mostly <sighs> at church. And... It was candy initiated. Yeah, yeah, and that like it was drop offs and church. So, so candy is like a sour patch kid. She's sour and then sweet. I won't even say that. So, <laughs> like, remember how I said she was black and white? Yeah. Like when it is said by her and Alan that when the affair was like talked about, she he got in the car and she looked at him and was like, "I would like to have an affair." So, like, you, like, autistic, literally. Just yeah, like, like, no social cues. <laughs> just She's straight like, up. Hello, I would like to have an affair. Like, calls Honestly, the operator. I'm yeah, working yeah, for an like, affair. Yes, like, she straight up wanted an affair. And Does so, she ever, like, talk about why? Like, what happened? She just said she was feeling a sense of, like, she was unfulfilled. And... <sighs> Honestly, like, I I see it, but, like, if I was feeling this way, I wouldn't cheat, I would talk. Yeah. But, like I said, people go about it different ways. Like That's true. I mean, and the story if, is about much more than cheating, obviously. Well, yeah, but also, like, back then as a woman, like, what are you gonna do? Like, she probably mm-hmm. didn't have a job. She had kids or Period. whatever. She was a like, stay-at-home mom. <laughs> I mean... Her and her friend created, like, this home redecorating business. Yeah. But I honestly did not find it fit to mention it because, I mean, I think they had one customer and it was somebody from the church. (laughs) Yeah. So, so they're having their affair. They start to catch feelings. Alan and Betty go to this retreat. They kind of connect. Like, they connect on a deeper level. So, Alan calls it off. I think they were at a diner it was said and Alan Mm -hmm. called the the like affair off and Candy was a little upset because she enjoyed it she was getting fulfillment from like you know in a sexual aspect from Alan and then Mm -hmm. from I guess just a marriage aspect from Pat but like that's what was said so they go their separate ways okay Mm -hmm. they're doing their own thing Alan and Betty are are okay. Betty's still, you know, an insecure mess. But then Candace or Candy is still not happy in her marriage. So because they're still friends, like the couples, they still talk. They tell each other about the marriage retreat. And so Candy 
or Candace mm-hmm. literally suggests that Pat and her go to the same retreat. Mm. They went to it and they honestly, same thing happened. Honestly, no different. Like, so Pat and Candy got a deeper understanding of each other and it really helped their relationship. So how it is is basically the way I read it is Pat and Candy and Alan and Betty, even though they still went to the same church, they mm-hmm. they stopped talking as much as a couple, but the children still hung out. Okay. Right. So Well that makes sense. I mean if Candy and Alan had had an affair and then they broke it off and they both were getting closer to their other partners like they would probably try to steer clear of each other as much as they could to avoid right possible whatever so so they're you know they're separated I mean Mm -hmm. the two couples are the only real connection is is that their kids hang out their kids Um, yeah right so one day Candy is out of the house. Pat finds a love letter Ooh. from Alan to Candy. <gasps> oh my god. Explains their affair. This was back in the day of love letters. Period. Yeah, so he finds is this out. It's like letters to Juliet. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so he finds out about the affair and he just straight up asks her. Like, I think he had a little touch of the tism because he was like, hey. Like, she came in the room after putting the kids to bed. He was like, hey, what's this? And showed the the love letter. And she spilled it. She didn't try and hide it. Nothing. It was... She just straight up was like, yeah, I cheated on you, bitch. It was basically me and Alan had an affair. (laughs) And... But they talked about it. She told him why. In terms of, like, you know, you're not emotionally there for me. Which, in turn, makes, you know, the sex we're having unsatisfactory and I can fair I get it like if you if you're not if you don't have a connection sometimes it just makes sex sex yeah but also like don't cheat (laughs) period I agree I would probably more complicated than that but either way she was in the wrong but yeah right right and so they apologize Pat's like but you know, we're not going to talk to the gores anymore wait Um, why would she keep these letters like that, that doesn't make sense. It was any just sense. something, from what I read, it was something that she just shoved in her drawer. Oh, and like, like forgot about it. During the, yeah, during the affair. It was okay. something, from what I read, it was, so their affair lasted six months. Okay. It was a letter from the affair two months in. Okay. When That's the like feelings were getting caught. Forgetting to like delete text messages or something. Right, like, yeah. Oh my God. Back in the 80s. <laughs> Oh, my God. I forgot to delete my letter. My love letter. Yeah, that's, like, what it is. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. And he found (laughs) it and he used it. So, they. this is where all the ties, like I said, it's kind of how it kept going. The only connection was with the kids. But this time, you know how, like, the dynamic changes? Like, how you can feel it in the air? Mm Mm-hmm. It happened. So, Mm -hmm. So, this... 
so they're just moving on with their life. Kids are coming over. Betty doesn't understand why Candy is not talking to her. Oh, so Betty doesn't know yet. So Betty is the only one that's, like, out of the know. But she also has cheated on her husband before. So, like, why does she even care that much? Right, because she thinks she's going to get, he's going to get back at her. But, so I what swear happened? to God. I'm sorry, I keep interrupting. But no, that literally fine. was my ex <laughs> after he cheated on me and he was so afraid that I was gonna cheat on him and I'm like bitch you already cheated on me why do you care you honestly, clearly don't would've. give a shit enough I would have done it <laughs> honestly I would have been like fuck you bitch like I get a freebie <laughs> like, for real yeah. fuck you anyway <laughs> right so so picture this it's a summer day and there's like a play going on at church that all the kids are a part of. Candy okay. took Betty's daughter, her daughter, and her son there. Right, and she she had to run some errands. She told two other women at the church, I'll be back. I just gotta run to Target for a Father's Day card. Wait, and Betty, to, Betty no, or Candy? Candy? Okay. Candy was like, I gotta run to Target for a Father's Day card. And then I have to run to Betty's to get um, Alyssa's swimsuit. Alyssa is Betty's daughter. Okay. Betty's daughter or Candy's Betty's. Candy. Betty's. Candy. Alyssa was staying the night with Candy's daughter, but she had swim practice the next morning. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. Sorry. So, Their names are so, like, No, they ran similar. together. <laughs> like, Betty, Candy, they sound, like, almost the same. The whole time I was writing it, I kept confusing it. (laughs) So, so she was going to hit the Gore's house first. So, she was running to Betty's to get, um, to get the swimsuit. Betty's like, hey, sit down for a cup of coffee, you know? Um, what time of the day is this that they're drinking coffee? It's afternoon, honestly. (gasps) They're going to be up all night. (laughs) Yeah, that's a real problem here. (laughs) And so... (laughs) So Betty sits her down, has some coffee, they're talking, and out of nowhere, (gasps) Betty is like, are you having an affair with my husband? (gasps) It is not said. So in the show... It was said that they had a dinner together and Betty noticed something, but in, like, the research, it was just, Betty was fucking crazy. Well, you already said that she was, like, freaking out and so insecure. Why would she not think that, like, the people right. that they're closest to, oh my gosh, are you having an affair with my husband? And then even if Betty had nothing to back it up with, if Candy just got that question after she was having an affair with him, she would be so caught off guard. Period. And Betty sat, I mean, Betty asked the question, Candy sat there being the black and white fucking person she is, literally thought to herself, and it's, it's recorded, oh, she must have found one of my love letters. And these damn love letters giving everybody away. (laughs) Right. She was like, yes, we did, but it's been over. It was stated Betty went quiet and just walked to the garage and shut the door for a second. As Candy sat there quiet, reeling basically from what had happened, 
Betty comes back in the house with an axe. That's when you leave. You leave as soon as they go out to the garage. Well, like, so what? Candy, it said Candy stood up and was like, what are you doing? You know, like, what's going on? And Betty was like, you are not to see Alan anymore. Keep in mind, I forgot to mention, Candy was keeping their daughter because Betty and Alan were going to Switzerland. Oh, Switzerland. Uh, yeah. From the Swedish people. It's <laughs> <laughs> a Sweden. But yeah, so... So, she's like... So, Betty's standing there with an axe in her hand and is like, you will not see my husband again. And Candy freaked out, you know, by the scene. is like that's fine you know it's been over for months right like we already haven't been seeing each other for a while and so betty puts the axe down and betty's like Alyssa's swimsuit is on the dryer i'll go get a towel so candy walks to their laundry room and is like okay i'm just gonna get the swimsuit turns around and right there is betty with a towel and It is said from the only person that was there, obviously, that's still alive, that Betty looked so hurt that Candy put her hand on her arm and apologized for the whole situation. But that caused Betty to spiral to the point where she shoved Candy back into the laundry room where she had just gotten um, Alyssa's swimsuit. And then Betty picked up the axe and started walking towards Candy, and it ensued. So she tries to swing the axe, basically. Candy grabs it to stop it and pushes her back. This is a really important factor. Betty swings the axe down and cuts um, Candy's foot, like hits her right on the toe. Not her foot. Right, that's crazy too. Like, you hit the tip of her toe. (laughs) You're swinging an axe. You're not going to go for the abdomen or something. Anyways. So, the struggle just ensues and ensues. And it ends up that somehow Candy Montgomery, who was, they said, a size smaller than, than Betty, ends up killing Betty with 41 like hits with the axe somehow candy gets the axe and hits her 41 times that's like candy lizzie, lizzie borden yes yeah <laughs> but here's the thing candy dissociates immediately and i'll come back to this and after she kills betty walks to betty's bathroom washes off in the shower and leaves and goes about her day here's the also thing Betty had a, a, like, I wouldn't say a newborn, but a baby. She left the baby unattended for basically 13 hours, like, until she was found. Because Alan, obviously, they're about to go to Switzerland. Mm-hmm. He was, like, calling, 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 getting no response. Literally, Candy went about her fucking day. She went home, changed blue dryer like blow dried her hair and just went about her fucking day oh my god but you'll see so i mean that's the thing that was like 
it's either you're a sociopath and you can do that, or you're literally in shock and just there's don't an, know what right. Else and there's to an do. underlying issue. There's an underlying issue that comes with why Candace is so black and white, and what happened the way it did, like why it happened that way. So. Mm-hmm. So Alan is calling Betty like over and over and over and over again because he's out of town. Once he gets back, they're going to Switzerland, you know? Right. She's not answering. So he calls his neighbor and is like, hey, we go check on Betty. She's not answering the phone. And so the neighbors go over there, three of them. They see Betty's car still in the garage with the garage door open. They Uh walk in, they hear the baby crying. Uh-oh. And they search, can't find her, until they go to the laundry room. It's like the, a the... trifecta. The yes. car is in the garage, the baby is crying, and you right. can't find anyone. Period. So they walk into the laundry room and find her. Fucking uh. dead. Uh. Alan, guess who he immediately calls? Candy. Is it Candy? No. Yes! He calls her and was like, hey, listen, Candy has testified her and Pat were having sex when yeah when Alan called and she answered it during and he was like hey just so you know like something happened Betty's dead they thought she had been shot I don't know why with 41 fucking axe wounds uh yeah you could clearly see that those are like the bullet cut her up real bad (laughs) 41 <laughs> times. Right, that's what I'm thinking. You cut her up real bad, you guys. <laughs> One bullet. Yeah, and so she's like, oh my god, if there's anything you need, you know, get with us. If there's anything you need, let me know, but I'm having sex with my husband at well, the current she moment. Didn't say that, but she was like, I'll keep Alyssa for as long as I need to. Oh, God. You know, I'm sorry for your loss. How do you say that to her kid, though? Like, hey, your mom's dead. You're hanging out with us for a while. She didn't tell him. So <gasps> when it happens, Alan obviously tells her, but. Oh, okay. um, Either way. <laughs> So, Alan, once he gets back to town, is obviously interviewed by police. And so, the police officers are asking about, you know, did anyone have have an affair? And initially, all he said was, is, Betty did have an affair on me, but it was in the past. We had moved past it. He did not tell about Candy's affair. Mm. Mm -hmm. At this time, while Alan... While Alan is being questioned by police, Candy is talking to a guy named Don Crowder who goes to the church who was a um, a defense attorney. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying, like, talking to a guy to have another affair. I'm like, bitch, you just killed his wife. No, no. So Don was just a defense attorney. Nothing major for, like, huge cases or anything. She starts asking him, hey, I was the last one to see Betty. You know, what do you think this means for me? Because the police are asking to speak to me. He's like, oh, it's nothing really. Just answer their questions. So she goes to the police station. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> it's crazy because from the research I did, they immediately caught it. But didn't really have any, like, evidence to stand mm-hmm. on. So it's like they were circumstantial like, oh. evidence, but not right. physical evidence. 
Right, but remember I told you that Alan did not disclose their... Oh, right? yes. Alan, that night after Candy had left the police station, felt guilty. So he called the person in charge of his investigation, his wife's death's investigation, and told them, remember how you asked if I had an affair? I did with Candy Montgomery. <gasps> and so they call her back. They almost got she, away with it. Right. If it wasn't for the meddling The meddling kids. kids. And their stupid dog. Yeah. <laughs> so they call Candy back and they basically just go on the offensive. And it's like, we know you did it. Let us know. <gasps> She's like, no, I didn't. I didn't kill her. How dare you insinuate it? And she's like, am I being held? And they're like, no. I love how they just call her and tell her that. Like, (laughs) right. (laughs) It's just so weird. It was shoddy police work, but I I still feel like, like the truth came out. So, so what happened is, is they asked for her pair of flip flops. Oh no. Yeah. And they asked that. So. So they asked her the pair of flip-flops she was wearing that day because the two church people she spoke to had testified she was wearing flip-flops. The day she went back to the police station, she was wearing sneakers. So she takes off her sneakers to give to the police officers. They see the cut on her toe. Right. And so then they're like, also, we'll need the flip-flops you were wearing. She's like, oh, yeah, for sure. And she left. That night, um, she called Don, Don Crowder, the one from the church. Uh-huh. He's like, can you get over here, like, to my house tonight? She's like, yeah. So she goes to his house, and he's like, I know you didn't do it, but I have to ask you. He said, because there's two people you should never lie to, the Lord and your lawyer. <gasps> he's like, did you kill her? He's a good Christian man. He is, but (laughs) Candy is a good Christian woman because she sat there for a minute and she said, I killed her, but it's because she (gasps) came at me and she explains the entire situation to Don, literally from start to finish. And he's like, okay, first things first, you're not going to tell Pat what happened. You're not going to tell anybody but me. (gasps) So... She does that. Obviously, Alan called the police station and was like, I had an affair with Candy. They literally issue an arrest warrant. <gasps> yep. But being Candy and the good lawyer she had, Candy drove with her lawyer and turned herself in. What? And, yeah. But she made bail, obviously. Because, I mean, you got to think, at this time, Candy was known in her church this is a small area so yeah. she was like a pillar in the community right yeah right it's so, always the pillars of the community <laughs> cheating on their husbands and killing their wives <laughs> but like so she you know was arraigned posted bail after the arrest warrant was launched Don was like I said just a like defense attorney he never tried criminal cases nothing but she's like he tried to direct her towards like lawyers that actually tried these cases and she said mm-hmm. no I want you because I trust you yeah 
So the whole like shebang happens, you know, there's rumors going through Wiley, all this stuff, and then the trial starts. Uh oh. Before the the first day of the trial, I think it was like a day or two before, Don has candy like um evaluated by a psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. And he does I wanna it's either regression or hypnotherapy. Yeah. Um, and he takes her back. She was four years old. Her mom was a perfectionist, which is why Candy is so black and white. Facts are facts, lies are lies. You know what I'm saying? So it's not autism. It's right abuse. It's abuse. Yeah, her mom was very <laughs> stern. Her mom was very critical. All that. Mm-hmm. So she hit a time where she was four. She had broken her like leg playing with neighborhood kids and she was screaming in the hospital and her mom shushed her (laughs) and was like what will these people think and so during the struggle with Betty it came to light during testimony that Betty had told her to shh during that like high emotional intensity fight and after that Candy snapped it had brought her back. The trauma, the adrenaline of what was going on, and then the trauma yeah. of what happened as a child it made her snap. And that's why she hit Betty 41 times. So, well, honestly, that, like, makes sense. Because if you're in a situation like that, who knows how you're going to react to try to save your own life? And then also, if it ties back to, like, your childhood trauma, you know? like I always tell everybody, if somebody attacks me, I'm going to beat them until I know they're dead. <laughs> yeah. Like, like yeah. and you don't even know how you would physically react in a situation like that which is why shit like this is so crazy and like people who do get charged for stuff when it's like self defense and it's like that's not fair you're not thinking clearly no in a situation like, like that if somebody is literally attacking you you are not thinking clearly you don't have a second thought you have nothing Mm-mm. you're just this trying was- to save your life Right, and I think this is one of the first times that hypnotherapy or regression therapy was used in a trial, mm-hmm. and, like, they got off clean. Spoiler alert. <laughs> so, um, the therapist, you know, obviously testified and was like, this happened because this. He said this was one of, he had never heard someone scream like Candy did during the regression therapy because as soon as she hit that four-year-old mark and that that was going on she lost mm-hmm. it oh my god he testified against that and I mean there wasn't more staples of the basically of the trial besides that because that was the biggest thing like the prosecution played upon you know, 41 times is, a, is too much for self-defense, you know? Right. But when you black out mm-hmm. on a, like, on a fucking psyche break, pretty mm-hmm. much, a psychiatric break, you fucking lose all sense, so. Right, you're it, not sitting there counting, like, oh, I hit her 40 times, better hit her one more time. Like Right! Like, if You're just anyone trying to get out me, alive. Right. If anyone attacked me, I would honestly 
I like I said, I'd beat them until they're dead. I mm-hmm. can. My biggest fear is being in a situation like this and the person getting back up and right. being able to harm me. So, yep. literally, the jury deliberated. I think it was like four hours, <laughs> and oh from what I could see, it was like four to eight hours. They came back immediately and said she was not guilty. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, is Candy went, it's like, so this is the 80s. Yes. She did have a polygraph try, like a polygraph test. Mm Mm-hmm. This is how crazy it is to me. They asked her if she killed Betty and the fucking test came back, like, truthful for no. Isn't that crazy? Dude, what? Right, and the thing is, is after Candy was found not guilty, mm-hmm. Betty's father, he was quoted saying, as far as I'm concerned, justice will be served. She has to live with it. I wouldn't say I was happy with the verdict. We don't know what happened, and we never will know what happened. Is that, like, to me, like... If I was part of that family, I would be like, oh, this bitch is, you know, going to hell. She's in a burn. It's fine. Right. But she's found not guilty right now. Like, I know she killed it, but, like, he seemed to an extent okay with it. Yeah. And witnesses say Alan had no emotion. And here's the kicker. Candy said goodbye to him as she, her and her family were moving from Texas to Georgia and they are said to be on good terms to this day it's like and I hate saying this because listen you remember that Shanann Watts case yes remember how everybody was on her side until that Netflix documentary came out with home videos yeah and I you know, God rest her and her children's soul because the children were absolute victims. Yeah, I mean, regardless, like, nobody deserves that, but... Nobody deserves that at all. But, Shanann... I hate to say it, and I'm gonna say that. She seems like a cunt. Like, <laughs> it, it really seems because no matter what, Chris was described as a quiet and reserved person. Right. The behavior she exhibited in those, even the home videos, like things that are supposed to be memorabilia that you look back on and, you know, with love, she seemed like such a force of negativity. Right. That she pushed this quiet and reserved man to the extent of one, killing her, and for two, this man has quietly, I mean, not quietly, but has adamantly stated. And this is horrible. He's a monster because of it. That the only reason why he killed his kids was because they walked in on him killing their mother. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why I feel like what happened here. Because Alan had, everybody said, as soon as Betty's death happened, he did not seem to care. Yeah. During the trial, he did not seem to care. Right. And after the verdict, he did not seem to care. Yeah. He's friends with the person who killed his wife. Right. And even I to the like extent the where thing. they're saying, like, their goodbyes as she's leaving. And, I mean, honestly, though, I mean, I like you were saying, I hate to say it, but, like, if you are such a, like, I don't know, it just seems like she was abusive to him and the fact of, like, 
oh, I had an affair, and now I'm going to freak out on you thinking that you're going to have an affair for years, and then you finally do have an affair, and then I threatened the woman that you had an affair with with an axe, and... I mean, obviously, we won't ever know, like... Like the full, truthful story. We could possibly never know the full, truthful story, because if Candy lied about anything, like, she's the only one who was there to know it, but... Right. Like, if it's true that she was constantly up Alan's ass of, like, oh, I'm afraid you're gonna have an affair because you're traveling, blah, this and that, you know, like... It wasn't even Alan, though, that said... Right, but it wasn't even Alan, though, that had an issue with Betty. So there was, like, a change in, what do I call it, pastorship Mm -hmm. of the church that they all went to. And the pastor testified for Candy and Mm -hmm. said that Betty was a horrible person, basically. (laughs) She was rude and mean. Right! And, like... I feel like that definitely had, I mean, you're Wiley, Texas, that definitely had, like, an impact on the case. Like, by the end of it, before the verdict was read, people were, like, literally thinking, maybe this Betty woman is a bitch. Like, right, maybe she deserved it. (laughs) Right, like, that's kind of what it sounded like when I was reading it. Like, I even came across articles that have been uploaded online from 1980. Yeah. That basically were against Betty, the the killed. And I don't think that one person has enough pull or everything to basically turn a whole town against somebody. I think that there's some truth that Betty was just honestly a fucking bitch. Like, she didn't deserve what she got. Well, actually, honestly, she did. If she threatened someone else's life... She didn't... Yeah, I mean, I guess she threatened in the act of actually actively trying to kill her. Like, I really firmly believe Candy killed her in self-defense. In self-defense, yeah. I mean... Right. There... It just doesn't make any sense for any other possibility. Like, if Candy was not, like, a... You know, like, if... Like, people liked her, right? And... No issues with her, but constant issues with Betty. Yeah. Like... There was a lot of people that just did not like Betty. And but like, everybody loved Candy. And it makes sense that you would act that way in a situation like that. And then, like, to be in shock and not know what to do. And then she told her lawyer, like, you know. Straight up, I did it. Like, as soon as he said, there's two people you should not lie to, your lord and the lawyer. She straight up said. And it is, it is backed up by her lawyer and her. I killed yeah. her. Like, I mean, that's that, I mean, that's the gist of the story. Like, literally, like, uh, Candy ended up moving away with her family to Georgia. Yeah, I would probably I think, move away after that, too. Yeah, right, about five years after they moved away, her and Pat got a divorce. But, I mean, obviously. Oh, yeah, I was wondering if, if they made it or not. <laughs> yeah, they got a divorce. Makes sense. But yeah, I mean, that's the story of <sighs> Handy Montgomery. Well, guys, let us know what you think. Do you think she did it in self-defense or do I you do. think it was a cold-blooded murder or whatever? I feel like it would have been more calculated are. if it yeah. was. So no, you guys I agree. let us know. And she wouldn't have told people, hey, I'm going to 
their house. Somebody's house. Planning on murdering them. Like one hundred percent. You it would was not definitely do that. circumstantial. No, you would be like, I'm going to Walmart for this, and that's it. Yeah, <laughs> you would not I'm be like, to Walmart I'm going to Betty's house. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she might be dead tomorrow, but who knows? <laughs> yeah, I feel like she's sick. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, um, yeah. Let us know what you think. Follow us on. Twitter and Twitter. Instagram. I'm going to make a thread taste. soon. And it will be at the Tipsy Taste. So let us know. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.